0: Welcome everyone to the December 2012 edition of the Learning to Lead podcast. Um, This is actually going to be a personal podcast. Uh, Part of the goal with this whole Learning to Lead podcast is to bring to you each month uh, an interview with a great leader and then in addition to that one teaching from me uh, on the subject of leadership or or productivity or something else that I think will add value to your life. And I didn't exactly do a great job of doing that this year. I think I did one lesson in April. Um, But I'm on track, I have a system in place, and so I should be bringing you one each month. And so I'm really excited about that. And before we go into today's lesson, I just really wanted to to say it's been a great year. Um, One of my goals this year was to create a Learning to Lead podcast where I interview a leader a month and record that interview and put it out there for you to listen to and it's gone great. I uh, interviewed 10 leaders out of the 12 months so I feel like that was pretty good and I love the quality of the people that I got to spend time with and I've, I've become friends with some of them and it's been absolutely great and I have four interviews already lined up for 2013. And so I have through April done, and so I'm really excited. Some great, great interviews that you won't want to miss. And so I encourage you to listen to those when they come out. And, again, if you know anybody that you would like to see me interview, or you would say, hey, you know, Doug, I think you should spend time with this person, please let me know. I would love, love, love. I love meeting with uh, leaders. I love asking them questions, and I'd love to interview them as well. And so if you know anyone, you can actually uh, hit the Contact Me button on the side of my blog, or you can have them email me at DougSmithLot.com. Live at gmail.com again that's Doug Smith live at gmail.com so thanks again thanks for listening I've gotten a lot of great feedback from you I'm um, saying that you've enjoyed them so I'll continue to do them with that being said uh, today uh, I want to talk to you about something that I absolutely love and that's my year-end review and I want to walk you through the process for my year end review. And uh, really, my favorite week of the entire year is the week in between Christmas and New Year's. And that's because I spend a lot of time reflecting, um, I spend time walking through the process I'm about to walk you through. And it's just great to to really reflect on what God's done in the year, um what I've learned, what goals I hit, what goals I didn't hit, uh what the highlights were and I'll walk you through all that, but I absolutely love that week and uh this is a practice I actually started in two thousand six, I believe um and it was just something that I had heard uh, from John maxwell and he had uh, he talked slightly about his year end review process, and you know John always shares the quote that I love that experience isn't always the best teacher, evaluated experience is. And I'll say that again. He said, experience isn't the best teacher, evaluated experience is. And if I've learned anything, it's that, hey, just because you've lived a little bit doesn't mean you're learning from your living, you know. Uh, A lot of people think that they mature just because they have some experience or they've lived a few years, but i found that sometimes age comes alone without maturity, and if we don't take time to reflect on, uh, our experiences, on the lessons that we've learned, then we really won't grow. And so I just really want to encourage you, uh, again, I'm, to, to have a year-end process, to have a process to review all the things that I'm going to go through. And I think it's important to mention that, hey, this is my system. Um, it's, it's not even John's system. I've took some things from John Maxwell's system, but um, really over the years I've adapted it and made it my own. And so this isn't a, hey, this is the only way you can do a year-end review. This is simply how I do mine. And hopefully it'll spark some ideas with you. Um, I don't think it's important what your process is. I just think it's important that you have a process to reflect on um, your life. and so I hope this will help. Uh, I'm always open to changes as well, so if you think of any ideas or you already do a year-end review and you have some ideas that I haven't thought of um, or I don't do, I would love to hear them. Um, I would just love to hear how you reflect on your year. So that being said, uh, let me walk you through the process of mine. Again, uh, all of the notes are, should be in the blog post and the show notes, and so you'll be able to walk through there as well in case you miss anything. But The first thing I do um, in my year-end review is I spend time reviewing my journal, reviewing my journal. And uh, you might be like, Doug, you're a guy and you journal. Yeah, I've been journaling since 2004. It's been an absolutely awesome practice. And again, that's a process that's developed as well. I didn't really know what I was doing at first. A mentor in my life actually said, hey, you should journal. And he showed me his journal, and that that really just served as a foundation for how I journal. And so I'll kind of walk you through how I journal and then what I do to review my journal, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, And again, journaling is a great practice. I would encourage you to journal. Again, just as I would encourage you to have a year-end review process, I'd also encourage you to journal throughout the year. Uh, It's a great way to keep track of your life. And so um, I split my journal into several categories. The first category is daily highlights. Uh, Very, very simple, I just write the date. So uh, today is December 13th, so I'll write Thursday, December 13th, and I'll literally just write the highlights of what I did. I don't write a paragraph under it, I just wrote, I'll write, hey, I had devotions, Uh, I worked out, I went to work, anything that happened at work I might write down, Uh, you know, came home, hung out with Laura for the rest of the day. I mean, that might just be what it looked like or Hey, we, we went to a movie, whatever I did that day, I write down Uh, the second section I have in my journal is my memories. And this is probably uh, my favorite part. Anything that happens that I want to remember in my life, I write down as a memory. Uh, It could be a joke that someone told. It could be something funny that happened. Uh, It could be something funny I heard about, but basically anything I want to remember, I write down and, um, And I'll tell you what I do with those memories at the end of the year afterwards. So I have a memory section. I have a God section. So um, part of that is in my daily devotions with God um, as I'm going through the Bible. Any scriptures that pop out of me, I'll write down and write down why they spoke to me. Um, If I feel like God's speaking anything specifically to my heart, I'll write that down and bold it and write God um, next to it. Just so I can see what God spoke to me throughout the year um daily entries this is another section in my in my journal um, but this is just Basically, I just try to take time each day and reflect on the day and write. Uh, To be honest with you, I haven't been great at this. I probably do it once or twice a week um, at the most, but I've been trying to be more consistent. But it's just where I'll I'll write the date and I'll write um, anything that I think is of note to write down. And this is where I write a few paragraphs. I I might write about someone that I met and and the lessons that I learned from them. I might write about a book that I'm reading and what I'm, I'm really taking away from that. I'll write a lot about my relationship with Laura, um, my family, um, and just really anything that's on my heart. Things I'm struggling with, things I'm um, loving about life. um, I'll just really write anything I can, what I'm praying about. And so, again, that's that's what you would probably most likely think of as your typical journal. So I do that. Um, I also write down blessings and prayer, anything that I'm praying about and or blessings that have occurred. So if God did something great in my life, I'll write that down so I can remember. Um, and that's really how I I, um, I split up my journal. And so as I review my journal, I'll literally just go through all of those. So I go through one section at a time. So... Um, Basically, I'll go through my daily highlights and I'll just see how I spent my time um, throughout the year and I'll just say, wow, I spent too much time uh, doing this activity or I spent too much time doing that. I just really try to get a feel for what I did. Um, Memories, I actually type up and I put into a report and it'll say 2012 memories. So I literally type out on a Word document every single memory that I have from 2012 and it's been really great. Um, I have eight years worth of memories um, now written in journals. Uh, which is awesome because it's really fun to go back through. And things that you uh, would normally forget about, it's fun to have those memories brought back to your remembrance. So uh, that's a lot of fun. Um, And actually, if you're thinking about doing that and you haven't done that for your whole life, uh, something I did, I just wrote down, like any memory I could think of from middle school, high school, etc., before I started doing this, I wrote down. So I tried to write down every life memory I could. Um, And, man, I'll have a whole file full of memories for when I'm 80 years old and my grandkids want to know stories even though they probably won't even care, but who cares, I care. God thing, I'll just try, uh, as far as God in my journal, I'll just look through and and see things that God spoke to me, and and I'll make note of that. Um, I go through my daily entries and just try to get what the big lessons were that I learned, and then I just look through the scriptures and things. It's just a great reminder. And so I go through my journal, and I review that. That takes probably, you know, two or three hours to do that stuff, and um, it's really, really great. And again, if you journal, I would love to hear any suggestions you have on how you journal. Um again I'm always looking to adapt how I do things and so if you know how to journal better than I do please let me know I'd love to hear some insight from you so after I review my journal I review uh, several other things Um, and these are in no particular order but I review my bucket list Um, yes I have a bucket list and so uh, I look through that and I just say hey what items did I cross off this year Um, and then I'll talk more about setting goals and things for next year in the next podcast, but I really just think about, hey, what do I want to cross off next year? Um, I review my life plan and just see how I'm doing and what changes need made. And um, if you're saying, hey, what's your life plan? It's actually something that I got from Michael Hyatt um, that he got from a coach that he had in his life. And uh, I'll include a link in the, the show notes, but you can actually get a free copy of his life plan ebook that will uh, lay out a process for you on setting up a life plan. I'd really encourage you to go through it. Um, it's been very, very, very good process for me. And basically, you just take every area of your life and say, hey, at the end of my life, what would I once said about me at the, at my funeral in this area of life. And then you kind of work back and say, okay, if that's what I once said at the end of my life, how can I make that happen on a daily basis? And so it's a, it's a really great process. So I'll review my life plan. And then, um, I also review my 2012 goals. And obviously, as I said before, I asked myself, did I accomplish what I set out to accomplish and, uh, why or why not? And I spend a lot of time reflecting on that. Um, see a few other things I just review uh, my vision statement for my life that's included in my life plan my priorities that's included in my life plan my values same thing um, my strengths and weaknesses I just always assess those and just see how I'm doing with those um, uh, one thing I love to review in this section is mentors that I serve and how often I meet with them. I really just reflect on you know who who was a mentor in my life this year who did I spend a lot of time with and on the other end, I also ask myself you know, who am I mentoring uh, who did I spend time pouring into to this year? Whose life did I invest in? And I just spent some time thinking about those relationships, uh, what I took away from them, and what I was able to add to them as well. And so I, I spent some time doing that. And then just um, I just review my current growth plan and my future growth plan. Um, that's always something that's changing, but you know the books I'm reading, the podcasts I'm listening to, it's just time to review and say, hey, uh, my blog uh, blogs that I read, hey, do I need to cut some of this out? Is this still helping me grow? Um, did I read the books that I needed to read this year? What books do I need to be thinking about reading next year? And I just try to review uh, ways I grow, what events did I go to, etc. And so just think about those things, um, and it'd be really beneficial for you. And then. Um, Finally, I mean, a few things to finish up. Um, Basically, with all this stuff, so I spent all this time reflecting, I create what I call a year end report. And uh, I mentioned some of this during the journal part, but basically, my year end report, um, I I basically, it's literally a report of all these things I type up. And so I can go back to any year and look at it. But uh, things I include in my year end report are this how I spent my time. Again, how much time did I spend with Laura? How much time did I spend with mentors? How much time did I spend uh, at work? How much time and so, how much time do I spend exercising? So, I can just really get a feel for where my time is actually going and and, and am I living my priorities out because it's easy to think you are, but when you actually see where all your time is going, um, that can be not uh, you cannot be spending as much time on your priorities as you think you are, and so. I just always encourage you to look where you're spending your time. Uh, again, I write my highlights and lowlights. That comes out of the, the memory section. So, hey, what were the highlights of this year? Uh, what were the greatest things that happened? And then on the lowlights, uh, low what were the bummers that happened over the year? Maybe I lost a loved one. Um, maybe you know I got fired from a job, which didn't happen, but... I'm just saying, what were the lowlights? Um, what were my themes throughout the year? Uh, and you, this is just me specifically, but usually God puts one or two themes on my heart um, for my life throughout a year. And I just kind of see, like, what was that theme this year that God really, really put on my heart and um, did that happen? Um, Biggest, I call them nuggets learned. You could call them lessons. Uh, But what were the best lessons that you learned? And so I write that down. These are the top lessons I learned in 2012. Um, I make a report of the books I read. So, hey, what books did I read this year? What blessings did I receive? What what did I accomplish? I write down all my accomplishments. And this gets kind of cheesy, but I write down the best restaurants. Maybe I tried a new restaurant and loved it. I just want to remember that, so I write that down. Maybe new artists that came up um, as well. Uh, Best movies. What were the best movies? of the year. I write down the places that I traveled to uh, and any major events that I attended. I write that down as well. I also write down people that I met that had a significant impact in my life this year. Um, So I write that down. Uh, Speaking engagements, just how many speaking engagements that I have, where were they. How many did I have? And I have a report for that. Um, bucket list items complete. What, what items did I cross out? Um, what areas did I grow in? And I spent a lot of time. It's very similar to, to lessons learned, but specifically, I have goals each year of how I want to grow. I'm basically asking myself, did I grow, grow in those areas? And what areas did I grow in that I had no idea I needed to grow in? Um, and that's a great question as well. Uh, I also write down uh, the three most influential people in my life that year. And I'll talk a little bit about that in a minute it. And then I, uh, I finish up with things I need to stop doing. So, hey, as I review my time, as I review how I spent 2012, what do I need to stop doing in my life? What, what is not working that I need to stop? And then what things do I need to start doing? What are some things in 2013 that I need to start doing that I hadn't done before? Uh, and then I'll, I'll type out key scriptures for the year. Uh, and then I make a financial report as well. What came in, what came out, how much did I give, um, et cetera. And then obviously I told you about the memories as well. So that's my year-end report. Again, this might seem overwhelming to you. Um, it's really not. I mean, it probably takes me a day or two total um, to get all this done, but it's so worth it. And it's so great to look back on eight years worth of of reports and just see, you know, how much I've grown, see what happened, see what the highlights of those years were. It's a great, great practice to have. And uh, I just want to close this podcast with talking about some practices I use to end the year with um, that I'd encourage you to as well. And again, all the stuff I'm sharing. I didn't just make this up because I'm creative or anything. It's usually because um, a mentor in my life uh, had a practice in their life, and I thought it was great and wanted to apply it to mine. And so a lot of this I just got from others. Uh, I don't want you to think that I'm like this smart, smart man who figured all this out and just makes it up. Um, I just got it from others. And so uh, these are some practices I end my year with. Um, I I encourage you to create some routines uh, that you do every year, maybe some traditions uh, that you can end the year with as well. Um, But there's four things I do specifically. Number one is I I write letters to the three. And what does that mean? I write letters to the three most influential people in my life that year. Um, I mentioned that in my year-end report. I, I think about it and I say, okay, these were the top three most influential people. And what I'll do with them is I'll schedule time with them, hopefully by the end of the year, but if not in early 2013, I'll write them a letter talking about how they made an impact in my life and why they were influential. Um, and again, I'll schedule time with them and give them the letter and uh, and just speak from my heart and tell them how grateful I am to have them in my life. So really encourage you to do that. Um, the second practice I have in addition to the letters to the three is I call I call it calls to many um, and just really I call those that appreciate and impact my life um, and just let them know it I don't think we express our gratitude enough to friends and and mentors and so I just take some time making phone calls uh, I've tried to do this on a more consistent basis than the end of the year um, but haven't been that great at it but at the end of the year I just try to let people know uh, you know they made a difference in my life and this is how and um, they're always grateful for that and I encourage you to do that if someone's made a difference in your life let them know that um everyone struggles with hey am I actually making a difference in the lives of others so when people hear that they are making a difference in your life um it just makes them feel very very fulfilled and so do that Um, number three this is a spouse this is a new tradition because I'm now married which I'm so excited about and again I stole this from John Maxwell Um, but he basically he takes his spouse out his wife to uh, an end of the year dinner with her and he actually he writes down all the memories he had with his wife on a piece of paper and then they go out to dinner and he walks uh, her through all the memories they had and uh, he said it ends up being a great dinner and an even better night and so uh, I thought I gotta do this um, but it's going to be a great tradition. So Laura and I, um, by the end of the year, we'll go out, we'll have a New Year's dinner and uh, just share those memories, share what we learned and and uh, man, just share with each other what a great 2012 it's been. And so again, I encourage you to do something like that. And then finally, the this is actually a family practice that I have with Laura's family, but for, for New Year's, um, we always go out to a New Year's dinner and Basically, we we go around the table and we'll focus on one person, so we might focus on Laura, and we'll we'll go around the table, and everybody uh, around the table will have to talk about Laura and her year and how they saw her grow, what their favorite memories are with her, um, and just things of that nature. And so it's a really, really encouraging time where we just encourage each other, uh, we affirm each other and hopefully bring out the best in each other. And so it's a great practice um, that we love to do every year, and I'm really looking forward to it this year as well. So that's it. That's pretty much my year-end review process. For some of you, It's might be saying, wow, I'd love to do this. Uh, others may be thinking, hey, this is overwhelming. Again, I just want to stress the importance of, hey, it's not important what your process is. It's just important that you have a process uh, to evaluate your life. Again, John Maxwell said this. He said, experience isn't the best teacher, evaluated experience is. And so if that's too overwhelming for you, I included some questions at the end of the podcast that you can just ask yourself maybe you just start journaling now but ask yourselves hey how was your 2012 um, hey did you did you have goals that you wanted to accomplish and did you accomplish them if not why You know, what could you do better in 2013 what were the highlights of this year what were the lowlights I mean a lot of the stuff I ask but ask yourself those questions and write out the answers if you don't um, if nothing else just evaluate your year it'll add a lot of value to you so I hope this was helpful if you have any questions about my process or want me to send you anything, um, I'd be glad to do that. I've included a lot of links in the... The, the notes as well for you to use. And um, and that's it. So uh, the next podcast I'll be doing in January is well, I'll be talking about goal setting and starting your new year off right. Man, how can you make sure and ensure that 2013 is the best year you've ever had? And I'll be talking to you about that. So thank you so much for your time. I hope you have a great, great Christmas with your family and a happy new year. And uh, I pray um, for your year-end review that it will be a good one, that you'll evaluate 2012 in... in And learn what God wants you to learn about the year that you had. So thank you so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you in January. Have a good one. Bye-bye.